ACCA, the world's most forward-thinking professional accountancy body. In today's business environment, employers seek for employees with a wide range of skills and knowledge. Accounting professionals are no exception. They are expected to possess a diverse set of skills to meet the expectations of the future employers. Most employers recognize that having an academic qualification only is not enough to provide graduates with the right skills that are required by the profession. These accounting graduates are entering a completely new and evolving accounting profession than those who began their careers decades ago. With many forces such as globalization, digitalization and rise of technology coming to play, we are seeing a significant shift in the job descriptions and the expectations of both the talent and the employers. In many ways, the demand of employers has changed in the context of what they seek from their employees. New employees are now tasked with learning new technologies at a rapid pace and are required to deal with larger data sets and are engaged in solving higher complexity problems right from the beginning of their careers. Going by this theme, our discussion today will revolve around the ever evolving expectations of employers when looking to hire the accounting professionals. Joining us today for an insightful discussion are speakers who have established themselves not only in the field of accounting practices, but also in educating and mentoring young students, supporting them achieve their ambitions of excelling at their careers. With this, I would like to welcome our speakers and guests today. Amar Mehra, Senior Finance Trainer at Kaplan Professional Middle East, and Asad Ali Sharif, Chief Financial Officer at Standard Chartered Bank UAE. Welcome, Amar and Asad. Pleased to have you both joining us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me, Kyle. So my first couple of questions will be to you, Asad, um, given your given your um, you know experience in the industry. The um, the onset of COVID pandemic has obviously changed how most industries function, and we we first then experience you know uh, the transition. How would you say this has impacted the the accounting professionals? Indeed, uh, Tahir, thank you. It has indeed reset our thinking about how we work uh, as we accelerated our plans across organizations. So what COVID has done is that it has shook up the industry norms and it has accelerated different plans of digitization, remote working, getting uh, the best use of their resources. It has actually also given a better use case of experimenting certain things, which was around remote working or digitization as well. So it has actually challenged uh, not only individuals, but organizations as well. And accountants are no different from, from this shakeup that has happened. And accounting professionals were not only impacted on a personal level when they were working in, in the covert from home or different locations, but it has also impacted the accounting professionals at a professional level as well. It has pushed uh, the accountants to be more adaptive, agile, be critical thinkers in pressure situations. The accounting profession had to adapt to new ways of working as well, be aware of cybersecurity, be aware of the latest trends in technology as well as remote working. And as well as this, it had actually made the accountants more technically aware. It has brushed up their technical skills and it has pushed them to be more aware technically in terms of the different accounting pronouncements that were coming out. As we have seen in the accounting industry, uh, the 
different accounting rules around impayments, going concern, revenue recognition, disclosures, all of these also were updated or changed either by the accounting bodies or by the different regulatory authorities across the world. So that adaptability in the accountants to quickly learn, upgrade themselves and implement those pronouncements has been the key marker for the accounting professionals in this changing environment. And thank you, Asad. And indeed, I agree. You know, they've obviously the pandemic has helped accelerate a couple of developments that I wouldn't say were off the chart completely, but you know, they were in the plans for organizations. And indeed, the technical skills and competencies, you know, the bar has definitely raised higher. Now, do you think there has been a behavioral shift in employers and, and that particularly their hiring strategy over the last couple of years. And and what would that perhaps be looking like going forward in the future? Um, it has actually uh, revalidated certain emerging concepts that were already there, but being practiced across different markets only and not very much universal. So pandemic has actually opened up opportunities across the borders in terms of hiring as remote working has become a norm. It has provided opportunities for employees to hire good talent at a cost effective basis across borders. And at the same time, this has given the opportunity to employer to reduce their the fixed cost, fixed premises cost as well. So virtual recruiting, recruiting across borders, as well as considering internal talent pool relocations, that is the uh, critical piece in terms of the behavioral shift that I've been seeing in employees in terms of the hiring strategy. Brilliant. Thank, thank you. Thank you very much, Asad. Now, I'd like to just uh, maybe direct some of my next questions to you, Amar. Um, you know, obviously, there's a lot to think about when when one thinks about the the kind of knowledge competencies that are you know being looked at. So, apart from the technical technical accounting knowledge, what other areas do you think um, should a candidate be well versed in? And how important is it for an accounting graduate to have really good communication skills? Thank you for once again, thank you for having me. And uh, I'd like to start off by uh, uh, welcoming our viewers as well and thanking them for tuning in. Um, yeah, I think you raised some really, really, really pertinent, important points uh, in relation to where we are and uh, where this profession is heading. Uh, I'd say uh, skills such as communication skills have uh, dramatically changed over the years. I, uh, initially, uh, communication skills were focused on linguistics. Uh, you had to have the right language, you, um, uh, the, the right way of speaking. Uh, but recently, there's been a massive shift uh, towards skills that are less uh, uh, linguistic, but more programming skills. I'd say um, candidates, uh, students these days are encouraged to learn new skills uh, communication skills, which go beyond just languages. I think gone are the days where in schools, uh, the languages that you were taught were the old, uh, the old languages of a particular uh, country, Latin, for example, or, or Sanskrit. Uh, I think schools in general have started offering 
um, um, programming languages as as the options nowadays. Uh, for example, uh, what's become really popular uh, is coding, uh, blockchain, uh, DeFi, which is decentralized finance. I know a lot of lot of uh, uh, candidates, students, prospective accountants, who are shifting from learning new languages to learning new programming skills, if that makes sense. Uh, and I think that's a key part of where the industry is heading in the future. Uh, and I know that the Institute, the ACCA, is, is very keen on promoting uh, CPD, which is the continued professional development. And I think at, as part of that, uh, it is essential uh, that prospective uh, accounting candidates, those who are currently studying, or those who have even recently qualified, uh, continue to work on improving their skills, uh, not only linguistic skills, but programming skills and other soft skills. Yes, definitely. And a lot of points I, I, I would, uh, you know, agree to. Um, it's, it's the beauty about the profession is that it's ever evolving and it's ever changing. You know, it's not been the same. I think our expectations as as potential employees uh, wanting to work in the accounting sector has also evolved over the years, and I think the profession is rapidly changing in its uh, in its approach. Communication, like you said, is definitely not just around the the linguistic, but also much broader aspect in terms of being able to communicate effectively to a, a diverse set of stakeholders. So so definitely, you know, some some very valid points from your side. Now. Just maybe thinking from you know the perspective of a beginner, you know somebody who's kind of fresh and wanting to wanting to you know make a good start within the profession. What should what should they be looking for in an ideal employer? Also, usually the trend is you know chasing the big fours or the bigger brands, etc. Is is it really important? You know how big a brand do they associate themselves with, or does a certain salary bracket matter? I mean, that's, that's another very good question. And um, you're quite right. I think initially when you're looking at employment, one always feels that the bigger brand is what you, that's what you strive towards, right? I mean, ultimately your aim is to be well looked after by the company that you are employed by. And uh, you would want that company to be as famous as possible. I mean, this is just uh, the fact of life. However, uh, bigger brands and attractive salaries are not necessarily uh, mutually inclusive. Uh, I think things have changed uh, now. Uh, what I mean by that is ultimately, like I said, you want to be recognized for your hard work by getting a nice attractive salary and you want to work with successful names in the industry. That is uh, ultimately what somebody wants. That's aspirational. But more realistically, and particularly when you're just venturing out on your uh, working life, working career, uh, I think it's quite important that you realize that the industry is extremely competitive. And um, there are lots of facets that one should look at initially, not just the big name, not just the salary, but I'd say more importantly would be whether or not the culture 
realize that you'll be spending a lot of your adult life, in fact, most of your day in an office or working, communicating with members of a company. So it is really important that you look at whether or not the culture, the value of the company you're looking to work with fits with yours. I think that is an important aspect. Um, you get a lot of information about the company from the internet. So I'd say you should do your own research, find out what employers are out there, find out what their cultures are, what do they believe in, what are their values. Uh, sometimes as a beginner, I'd say instead of an attractive salary, a quali quality of work is also very important. Um, the quality of work with a with a an established brand initially when you when you're just starting out. Um, I, I have to be honest with you, maybe less challenging as maybe if you start off with a with a company which is just listed or just taking off the opportunities that you have in a small startup company may be very different to what you might have setting out in a company which is already established. So the quality of work is, I'd say, equally important because that'll what'll effectively look good on your CV as you move on in your careers. Um, I'd also say, given what uh, I'd say Asad has correctly mentioned, how the world has changed post-COVID, you should look for employers that offer potential flexible working schedules. Uh, as we know, um, a lot of the work is now done from home. It's not done from an office. So are employers keen, engaged with their staff on offering them flexible working schedules? People have really busy lives these days. Uh, are the financial benefits of the company clear and transparent? So what I mean by that is you might be setting off today and your salary may not seem attractive, but is there a clear uh, path set by the company for growth and for you to achieve that attractive salary through hard work and perseverance? I think these are really important points that one should look at. Career advancement and growth opportunities, is that clearly defined within the firm? Are the training needs understood? Or are employees just thrown into the deep end to see if they sink or swim. There are lots of these really important factors that I'd say beyond just the brand name or attractive salary that I would encourage uh, prospective accounting employees to look at. I, I must say, when I started off many, many years ago, I have to be honest with you, I'm now getting into uh, my late middle-aged uh, self. Uh, I, I, I was so after an attractive salary and a brand name that these little other facets was something that I didn't think about much. But now that I have the experience, I've been in this industry for so many, many, many years. Uh, I, I think it's a great question that you asked me, Taha. And I think it's very important uh, that employees setting out in their, uh, in their careers look at all of these other facets and not just the attractive salary or an attractive brand name although there's nothing quite wrong with that as well. Absolutely. I couldn't agree any more with you, Amar. And I think um, growing up at some point, I remember receiving such pieces of uh, such pieces of advice from 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 my teachers and, and from people who actually were you know, mentoring me through my initial stages of my career. And I think uh, something you 
very validly touched upon within your response was also being realistic about you know what is achievable given the the scenario and the circumstances within within Absolutely. certain markets you know I, I like the point around you know the values the behaviors of an organization how much of a match is that with one of yours and you know what other opportunities can the organization present to you so so thank you very much uh, for, for your contribution on the question Pleasure. right um asad um I, i'd like to bring you know yourself in again just to to get a, a an employer's perspective um so in in case of uh, an either or kind of situation does an academically promising candidate outweigh one with an impressive personality and a desire to learn that's a very nice question uh, tahira and it is going to be very beneficial uh, for our listeners especially the students who are in their early stage careers uh, from my perspective my experience and what i have seen uh, across organizations employers yes in terms of academics do consider this but it never outweighs a good personality and the desire to learn the desire to learn outweighs both academic uh, strength um, and the number of qualifications that you have academic academic strength does definitely have an edge it is the base for uh, let's say an entry into an organization or for a particular role but uh, it is the skill set of the person that is mostly tested in an interview and when you are sitting across your employer be it for a training position or internship position or permanent position the range of questions are so well crafted that the organization is trying to evaluate how adaptive you are how good of a team player you are going to be what kind of personality do you carry are you friendly humble in an organization um, do you have that positive vibe in you would you be a fit to the team how keen are you in learnings because all the academic learnings stop when you enter an organization and the actual learning or a bulk of it starts when you actually professionally work in an organization and practically see things that practical experience is very important for you in order to uh, grow further in your career as well and personally i have seen um, uh, many individuals in my career uh, in this organization across borders and as well as in the previous organization as well where i worked that there were great individuals who had multiple certifications and degrees their signature cards would not stop at uh, adding those number of acronyms that they would like to brand themselves with but at the end of the day they were actually struggling in terms of practical concepts so uh, practicality having more to do with being a team player good uh, communication skills being more adaptive and more importantly being more logic oriented having that common sense in you uh, is is the area that is evaluated more by employers rather than just uh, evaluating and shortlisting academically promising candidates so that's uh, my two cents on this uh, very valid points you know there's uh, the interview process as you said does exist for a specific reason and if if employers really wanted to hire on the basis of their academic uh, you know performances then the cvs would have 
effectively been enough and we wouldn't have really you know been sitting and finding ourselves in uh first round of interview or second round of interview and then so on and so forth so so thank you for enlightening our our audiences on some of these valid points again i'd like to come back to you with uh, my my next question and it's something around the area of internships now the concept hasn't been alien internships have been existing for for a number of years but over the recent years you know it's it's gaining quite a bit of attention and you know um there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, discussion around internships how they should be what they should be like should they be paid should they be unpaid etc so how much impact do you actually think um you know internships have on on an on somebody's resume particularly if they're if they're a, you know kind of a fresher and they've just mentioned they've they've had certain internship experiences how would organizations or potential employers weigh that i think for entry level positions when you're just fresh out of uh, college or you've completed your certificate or professional stage exams uh, having internships experience is an added advantage so there is no denying in that that if there are internships on the resume it is an added advantage and at times can also be a deciding factor apart from the academic qualification and the aptitude whether those internships are paid or unpaid with bigger brands or smaller organizations or medium sized organizations whether those internships are in uh, for profit organizations or not not for profit organizations that does not necessarily matter what matters is that you had some sort of work experience or experience of spending few months in an organization whichever uh, uh, field of expertise that organization was but you were able to demonstrate or apply your certain skills so uh, going back to the previous discussion that we had in terms of adaptability and how much a person is better in terms of team playing and having those adaptive skills in a team those are the areas where the employer is assessing via evaluating a fresh candidate who has some internship experience uh, internships have an edge in terms of um, uh, interviews for fresh uh, candidates to or entry level positions because uh, in terms of internships you get experience you get mentorship you create professional networks be it in any sector of the company that you have been working on uh, on whether it is for profit or not for profit so it creates professional networks at times it also transitions to a permanent job as well if for example in a company where you have been doing internship you are then um, selected for a permanent role it most importantly it helps you in building confidence it helps you in building confidence to interact with the diverse set of people seniors or juniors and different diverse candidates across uh, the organization and it also is um, a deciding factor in practically putting yourself in a position to see whether you like that position or not it helps you understand if you are in that right job or the right sector or not so it's like a practical test that you apply on your own self and that is the reason why i believe that uh, internships have a great impact on a industry freshers resume absolutely i think um, 
can't agree anymore with you or so then i think at this particularly when somebody's on that uh, learning curve you know making a fresh start to their career it should always be about you know earning experience over earning anything else to to be honest so you know they they get the right kind of exposure and again bringing in some of the points that you very rightly you know highlighted around building that network you know experiencing what it is to be in a certain industry or a certain you know type of business etc definitely does help through internships and i think nobody should shy away from taking up any sort of internship opportunity or practical opportunity that that sort of comes across their way so yep brilliant amar again you know um very quickly turning ourselves towards you know advice in terms of what should freshers also look at and and obviously thinking about their sort of digital footprint more so particularly mm-hmm. thinking about social media and its mm-hmm. power of giving potential you know sort of employers access into someone's life what would you say you know would be an ideal approach for a potential graduate in in creating their own social media personalities or their own you know online kind of digital uh, personalities how could how could one use you know things like linkedin etc to their to their own advantage it is really important uh, uh tahir it's a really good question that you ask me i think this is really is an opportunity for uh employees um students alike to turn the spotlight on themselves having a social media presence is essential not only do uh employers but a lot of people would like to know uh what conversations uh you keep whether you are proactive um uh, 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 uh whether you are uh, influencing other people's lives do you have followers do you have other people that you follow what sort of industry are you interested in this is uh, your profile your social profile defines you it tells the employer it tells other people uh, what you're interested in what your hobbies are what you pursue in addition to your accounting career what else is it that inspires you and i think it is really important to stay proactive um posts stay engaged make sure you follow the right people uh and make sure that you have a continuous social presence really important thank you thank you very much omar and i think um i will i will keep you for a bit more because uh, my my next Perfect. question i think is again directed uh, towards you so so again thinking about uh, you know obviously digital and um, you know how important do you think is uh, for the future you know accounting and finance professional to be well versed with the current and latest updates you know what's happening around the world you know any anything within the sphere of accounting and finance and and what are some of the best avenues for them to be able to do so to be able to keep on top of what's happening in terms of you know the the latest updates current uh, environment etc yeah i mean another really good question now uh i have to be honest with you i'm a bit of a convert um october 2020 is where i first got introduced to the world of decentralized finance um it is my belief 
I'm sure I'm not sure how what Assad feels about this, but it is certainly my my belief uh, that the world of finance is moving more and more towards digitalized applications. There will be a point, I say, maybe in the next five to 10 years where a lot of accounting transactions will happen on the blockchain. Uh, decentralized finance is coming, whether we like it or not. It is here, we're at the early stages. I think it's really important. We were talking about the word proactive. I think it's really important for uh, students, employees starting out in their career to have some understanding of the world of decentralized finance. Um, I'd say as an accountant, the uh, future of the firms or companies that you represent uh, will not just be your standard bricks and mortar companies that you can go into and do an audit. I think in the future, a lot of the organizations will be decentralized autonomous organizations. Now, if you're not sure what I'm talking about, these are called DAOs. And DAOs is what you would find in the metaverse. The metaverse is everything, everything real, everything physical will be digitalized. And it's been it's referred to today uh, as the new Web 3.0. Let, let me give you an example. What many companies have started to do, and you would find this on their balance sheets, uh, is uh, they've started investing in non-fungible uh, tokens called NFTs. NFTs is now an integral part of an intangible asset that you would see in companies' balance sheet. Now, as an accountant, how to account for NFTs? These areas that I think consideration needs to be given by employees, by students who are entering into finance now. Employers would be keen to see what other skills do employees know or do the students know? And I think, um, knowing how to handle uh, accounting transactions, accounting treatments in a far more digitalized world is really, really important. The concept of fractional ownership, this is something that didn't really happen, but now you have many people, communities is what they call them, who own massive assets, but they own a small fraction of a really big asset. How do you account for these things? I think it's gonna it's it's coming around the it's it's coming around the corner, and I'd say my favorite tool between uh, what, what I say I've learned a lot over the last couple of years, even more than what I learned when I studied economics in university. I've learned through following the right people on um, platforms such as Twitter, uh, such as YouTube. If you follow the right people, I, and I, I, uh, Tahel, I'll be honest with you, my macroeconomic training in the last two years have been greater than the seven, eight years that I studied and worked as an economist by following the right people on Twitter. You follow the right people, there is a wealth of knowledge out there. You need to be proactive, follow the right people, and the great thing, Tahir, is that access to all of this is free. It doesn't cost you any 
money to follow the right people and gain knowledge about the, the trends that are going to affect not only the financial accounting world, but just the business world in the future? Absolutely, Amar. And I think um, it's, it's critically important for anybody to, you know, stay on top of the, the most you know, recent developments. And particularly, this is again investing in your own future. You ought to know, you know, what's coming up, whether certain, you know, jobs or roles that you're looking at building your career in, are they even going to be around in the next five or 10 years is, is quite important. And I think I'll, I'll, I'll also take this opportunity to, to you know, signpost uh, another good place, um, you know, that, that our potential audiences or listeners can sort of refer to. We as ACCA do a lot of research, you know, and we produce a lot of research around, you know, the, how the profession is evolving, what changes are coming up, and it's all available out there on the on the internet, you know. All, all people have to do is just go onto our website. Under the professional insights uh, section, they'll be able to find topics you know that are that are segregated by areas of interest etc so i would urge our listeners if you wanted to make a head start you know you could perhaps even look at uh, going and reading some of our research and insight pieces there's definitely a lot of good pieces of information that you can absorb there right so but can i just uh, yeah of course please sorry i i just wanted to add that we were talking about these uh, uh digitalization i mean uh, the ACC as an institute have moved all of the exams from what used to be paper-based to computer-based exams. Uh, everybody is embracing technology. It is a vital and important part for career progression, I feel. Thank you. Thank you very much, Omar. So I think I think we've had a an excellent set of discussion today and you know as as we approach approach the end of the of the podcast i just wanted to bring in our our, our two best, our two speakers today and and perhaps maybe asad the samal pull you in first to to maybe just sum up this podcast what would you what would you say are the probably the top 3 things that employers are indeed looking for within accounting candidates you know we've obviously spoken a lot about about uh, many of these but what would be your top three picks for today thanks uh, Tahir. i think um, we have touched base on uh, very different and important aspects of the profession and the transition of students to uh, employees and uh, in terms of uh, the key themes that came out during the discussion and if I were to summarize them into top three that the employers are looking for uh, in accounting candidates, I would say the first one is critical thinking and problem solving skills. It's the skill set uh, that the employers are looking for. So how critically can you think uh, in changing times, in difficult situations, in different situations, in different time zones, in different locations? How good are you in problem solving? What are the testaments that you have? What are the testimonials you have in terms of problem solving? So critically thinking and problem solving skills is the first thing that I would say, say that the employees are looking for. Second is communication skills. And uh, when I say communication skills, it means not only the ability to present themselves uh, in written form or spoken form, but in terms of how you carry your personality around, how do you interact physically as well as socially uh, and how well can you communicate your point of view across the table so communication skills are 
one of the top three things uh, that the employees look for on accounting candidates. And the third one, as Amar mentioned, being proactive, or if I rephrase this to being adaptive and thinking ahead, that is something that the employees definitely look for in the candidates because the, the world is changing. Uh, it is changing at a rapid pace. Are we actually holding ourselves? We are, are we stuck to the old school beliefs? Are we stuck to uh, things that we saw in the past and we are not ready to, to move? If there is this inflexibility in a person, uh, employers would definitely sense that and companies have to survive in a larger environment. So irrespective of the uh, decision of an individual or a few individuals, the surroundings across us change. In terms of digitization that we were discussing a lot, the biggest industry that got impacted because of the rapid use of digitization and computing was the telecommunications sector. And the second industry that got impacted because of digitization was the banking sector. And 20 years ago, banking was purely a brick and mortar game versus now where it is completely virtual and mobile based. So these industries have eventually changed uh, age old institutions which are traditionally brick and mortar organizations, more paper based organizations have rapidly transformed themselves. If they don't do it, otherwise there's competition that comes in. So when the organization is going through that phase of transition, it looks for people who are proactive, who are adaptive and who stay up to date. So to summarize, uh, critical thinking and problem solving skills, good communication skills and adaptability. These are the top three things that I believe that employees look for in accounting candidates as well. Excellent. Thank you very much, Asad. And, and Amar, any any final sort of concluding thoughts from your side? Yeah, I mean, I just echo what Asad has said. Um, for me, uh, if I just look at it personally, uh, I follow a a three P's agenda, and uh, I'll tell you what I mean by that. Uh, you need to be proactive. So what I mean by that is always allow yourself to learn a new skill, whether that skill be, as Asad was saying, problem solving, critical thinking, whether that be communicational skills, i.e. whether it be soft skills or whether it be technical skills, I think that is something that you should always look to do. Be proactive. Secondly, be passionate. Now, what I mean by being passionate is always ask yourself a question. What is it that inspires you? It's a really important point. If you are passionate about something, I think you'll be proactive about it. And it is something that you are likely to excel in. So be proactive, be passionate, figure out what inspires you. And I'd say persevere. That's my last B. And what I mean by perseverance is ask yourself this question. What is it that you in your day to day do or pursue in order to fulfill your goals and ambitions? What is it? How are you persevering to achieve your ultimate goals and ambitions? I think these are really important uh, items, things that you can do in the present to help yourself getting where you want to go 
in the future. Thank you. So listening to this interesting conversation today, I think it is safe to conclude that demands are changing fast for both employers and potential employees. Accounting firms and organizations are rushing to balance the post-COVID office and industry conditions with the competitive search for talent that can bring in new and much needed skills on the table, from data analytics and coding to enhanced communication and client counsel capabilities. Entry-level accounting professionals, meanwhile, are asking about tech stacks and work from anywhere policies on top of prioritizing professional development pathways, engagement, and transparency within organizations. Matching up expectations will be challenging, but something that is essential in this competitive environment. And as a leading accountancy professional qualifications body, we at ACCA remain committed to developing and shaping the future accounting workforce, thereby developing the accounting profession the world needs. Thank you to our speakers today and ACCA Metalks production team and all of our listeners. Keep tuned in for our lineup of exciting topics and discussions in the coming months. Thank you, everyone. This podcast was brought to you by ACCA. Find out how we think ahead at accaglobal.com.